pipes and in this life, but son, we don't see shade. She got my eye, might make my wife. I know she wanna be saved. We spend a time, you have a good night. What's going on guys welcome back to inside the dome thank you to aiden as always for the amazing amazing intro but john i don't know if you can hear that i can <laughs> but college football starts this week buddy it's been a long long time coming finally pro starting the following week it's in crazy it's gonna be crazy it's gonna be a good time of year for football Falls just around the corner. I don't know about you, but I love just sitting down early on a Saturday morning, watching some football from noon to 8 o'clock at night, college football all day. It's the greatest feeling of waking up the next day watching more football. But we got a huge new series for you guys. We're going to go through every uh, game for the top 25 in college football or any game that's just big in general if teams aren't ranked, but mainly just the ranked games. We're going to go through it each and every single week for you guys. Look at the uh, look at the games, look at the headlines and stuff for you and tell you our opinions and what we are going to think is going to happen all the way up to the championship in January of next year. So stay tuned every single week for that. But, John, like I said, college football starts this week. However, <laughs> there were two games last week in the top 25. So I think I'm going to send it off to you and we can start talking about those two games, which I believe was Florida and Utah. Actually, and uh, bump it Florida. up. It was, uh, we had Notre Dame versus Navy midshipmen. And then we had San Jose state versus USC. They were Correct. right above, My bad. Yeah, right above on your list that. there. Did not yeah. see that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, also, if we for all of these, we did a lot of research with last year records and all that, some interesting facts. So we thank you all for the listen to. We put a lot of work before recording this, so we thank you all very much. But talking about last week, Notre Dame was ranked 13. They got their first win, and nothing too much to talk about with Navy, but... Notre Dame, Sam Hartman was their quarterback. He was 19 for 23, threw for 251 passing yards and four rushing touchdowns as well. He didn't do anything on the ground. It was all throwing. So easy work for Notre Dame. They've usually been a very solid team, in my opinion. So they're ranked 13 right now, so we will see how they do. But the other game that was very interesting, actually, to talk about, and my safari was acting out there. USC played San Jose State. And USC is the home of Caleb Williams, who is expected to be the number one overall pick this upcoming season in the NFL. So a lot of eyes are on Caleb Williams. So this past game that he played, he threw... He was 18 for 25. He threw for 278 passing yards, and he threw four touchdowns. One of them, I don't know if you saw the highlight, Carlin, but the highlight. So he took the snap, 
he fumbled it, I believe. And then he was able to recover, was running, and he threw like a 50, 60-yard bomb to the receiver for a touchdown. It was beautiful. He was trending on Twitter, slash X. And, I mean, he looks great in general. But what are your thoughts in general? I'm just curious on Caleb Williams. What do you expect out of him? Um, I do expect him to be the number one draft pick. Um, I just saw a thing yesterday about if the Cardinals are going to tank for him or not. So it's going to be very interesting to watch in the NFL world to see if teams are going to tank for him, obviously. But moving back to the college side, he is the number one choice for the Heisman right now if you're looking at uh, betting odds for it. so And honestly, he probably is the best choice to win the Heisman. Will he win it? I don't know yet. We'll see. Um, there's a lot of game to be played and a lot of other uprunners for it. He's the safe pick, but I think he's going to have a great season. He's going to prove why he's going to be the number one draft pick in the league. So, Yeah, I like it. I really do. And let's not say this is a fun note. I'm so happy I can hear you fully because the last episode that we did, to all of you listening, it sounded perfectly. But to us, it was me editing it to make it sound perfect because we couldn't hear each other half the time. But we got it working right now, so that's a good thing. But yeah, we anyway. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, I just wanted to say that. Moving on. Uh, to... before, sorry, before John okay. talks about the first game, we do not have this in order of ranking. We have this in order of time. True. So these are going to be the new games, and then they're going to work up to the 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Times. They're all Eastern Standard Time for us because we live in the East Coast. Um, yeah. But yeah, this is daytime yeah. ranking. It's not... In or any specific order involving the top 25, just game time. So, yeah, Sean, great sorry to cut you off, there. but let's I'll get it. I'll get definitely. And good thing you said that because the first game that we're going to talk about is actually happening on the day this episode is dropping, which is Thursday, and that is Florida versus 14-ranked Utah. Now, Florida last season, they were 6-7. and seven. Utah last season, they were 10-4. and four. Before we talk about this matchup, I want to talk about last year's matchup a bit because they also played each other week one, too. And this was many called the Anthony Richardson little standout week one where he had three rushing touchdowns, rushed for 106 rushing yards, Anthony Richardson, that game. So it's a little highlight there. Florida won 29-26 to last year. Utah was ranked 10 going into that game. So just some insight there. But... This game, there will be no Cam Rising for Utah. He was actually the quarterback last year for Utah, played in that game. He is their top quarterback, and he's actually a very good prospect. But he will not be starting, I believe, due to injury. And Bryson Barnes has been named a starter, so that is a story to say. And Graham Mertz will be the starter, will be the starter for Florida. He is a fifth-year redshirt junior. And he's a Wisconsin transfer. So, real quick, picks for this game. Who do you got between Florida and Utah? Utah. Utah? I like it. Yeah, I'm going... I mean, I'm obviously, I'm probably going to take every team that's ranked. But I do have an upset or two that I'm thinking in my head. But we'll get to that when we get to that. Alrighty. Yeah, we got a big list here. I'm going to mark... I do not want to do that. I'm going to highlight so, my picks here. When John does that, we're going to move on to the next battle. Uh, yeah. Arkansas State versus 20-ranked Oklahoma. 
Uh, Dylan Gable, a five foot eleven, two hundred four pound junior from Hawaii, threw for three thousand one hundred sixty eight yards, twenty five touchdowns, six interceptions this season. Uh, I'm assuming you meant last season. Yeah, uh, last season. <laughs> season doesn't start. You already threw six picks. Uh, he also <laughs> had three hundred fifty yards and six touchdowns rushing. So obviously, Dylan Grable played uh, for Oklahoma. I'm assuming. Is that the yeah last year he played with Oklahoma yeah okay so yeah Oklahoma um very interesting team as always they don't they, they're always up in the air they used to be really good a couple years ago and then uh their head coach went to USC I can't think of his name uh, uh Lincoln Riley Lincoln Riley and then Spencer Rattler fell off hard <laughs> and he went yeah. to uh South Carolina so it's going to be a very interesting game, honestly. Um, I'm going to take Oklahoma. I'm hoping that Dylan Gabriel does way better than he did last season. He didn't do too, too bad. 25 touchdowns, six interceptions. And he is a big runner. So we'll see what happens this year. But I'm going to take Oklahoma. And hopefully their coaching is a lot better because six and seven, not too good last year. Yeah. One other thing you... You mentioned Lincoln Riley and Spencer Rattler. The other guy who also went to USC was Caleb Williams, too. So uh, I didn't know he played at Oklahoma. Yeah, they were both together, Lincoln Riley and Caleb Williams. And they both went to USC together last season. So Oklahoma, they're in the they're in the Big Twelve, so I know them pretty well because they're with WVU. That's my school. But also real quick also just say who's favored on ESPN2 for each game. For the Utah game, Utah is favored by 73% right now. And they are favored minus 4.5. So we'll say that for each matchup. For Arkansas versus Oklahoma, Oklahoma is favored by minus 35 and a half. And they have a 94% chance to win. So, yeah, I think for picking-wise, I'm going to also pick... Oklahoma I Dylan Gabriel was good he had some off games here and there but he's not a bad starter he's coming back so I like him and I think they'll have a tricky year this year but they'll be interesting so the next matchup is Virginia versus 12 ranked Tennessee Tennessee old old rocky top down in the Tennessee hills Rocky Top, like like be home sweet home to me. I'm so so sorry for you guys I, listening. I love your Dude, I Rocky love Top, your... good old Rocky Top's my favorite team besides Penn State. Interesting. But, I don't know uh, why. I love good old Rocky Top. I just had to say that. Uh, uh, do, okay. in, the, in the notes you put down <laughs> for this game, you have good old Rocky Top too. But. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, uh, Tennessee last season was very, they were very good because they had Hendon Hooker as their quarterback, and now he's with the Detroit Lions, and I'm hoping his recovery from his tour in ACL is going well. And I'll remember them last year from beating Alabama in that insane game they had. That's Best my memory. Best game of, ever. Yeah, that was Best an incredible game. game. So, though, I game, will say, sorry, I just want yeah. to cut you off. They fell off hard last year. Georgia they whipped did. them, and then I think South Carolina beat them. Yeah, they lost Hendon Hooker that game. So yeah, they didn't have a good end of the season. But anyways, continue with the headlines. Yes. So Tennessee is favored minus twenty eight point 
Jets, and they have an 87% chance to win this game, and I am going to pick them as my team to win. Joe, Joe Milton the third is their starting quarterback, and have you seen some highlights of him? He has an insane arm. Like, he can throw that thing deep. So he's actually kind of fun to watch. So Tennessee is my pick for this game. What about you? Good old Tennessee. I'm never betting against Rocky Top. I remember, dude, last year uh, when they played that night game at Neyland, did you uh, remember that audio that went around on TikTok where it was like, wish that I could... Rocky Top, it was very slow. And then the people at the game, when they did their out intro and stuff, they played that and the whole stadium lost their mind because it was like right around Halloween or something. But yeah, really? anyways, never bet against Rocky Top. I love good old Rocky Top. Let's go. Um, moving on. Uh, Utah State versus Iowa. Iowa is the 25th team on this uh, whole entire list. Uh, Cade McNamara. How, am I, I'm so saying okay. that wrong. Cade Na- McNamara. Cade McNamara. So sorry if I'm butchering that. Uh, it's questionable for the opener. He's the Michigan transfer. Um, so, yeah, we'll see what happens. I mean, obviously, Iowa didn't do too bad last year. They went 8-5. and five. They're always a hard team to play because they play against uh, Penn State all the time. Same division. But honestly, taking Iowa and Garrett, they have great tight ends. That's tight end university up in Iowa. So, at Iowa, I'm taking Iowa. I like it. So... Iowa, I'm going to be a little harsher, but you are right. They are tight end you. You can make a good argument for that, but their offense has been very mediocre, especially last season. They had a very mediocre offense, but I do. They're playing at home. You know the home tradition they do where they wave to the children at Children's Hospital. It's one of the best traditions in college football. Yeah, it's great. That's always a great thing for when Iowa plays at home. So check that out if you're watching that game. But Iowa, they're favored minus 24. They have a 91% chance to win this game. And I'm not that, I'm not going to be very kind to them in future weeks, but they're playing Utah State. So I'm going to pick Iowa too. I think we're both in agreement that. For that I'm gonna mark that down. But I wish win this game. K McNamara questionable to start. If he doesn't play, that will be interesting, but we will see. And speaking of Michigan, the very next game on our list, let me pull up the stats for that, is Michigan versus East Carolina. Michigan is ranked number two. They had a ten and one record last season. They are favored minus 36 right now. They have a 94% chance to win this game. So before I get into anything else, I am going to take Michigan for this game because they should win. But, I'll take it. I'm yeah, taking East Carolina. Oh, uh, you'll take East Carolina? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, Michigan. Michigan by a million. Okay. Michigan by yeah, a just million. So you all know, I am, Carlin and I, we're going to track down our picks. So I'm recording those as we talk but with Michigan out of all the top teams a lot of top teams we'll get to them later but a lot of top teams are having new quarterbacks so Michigan is not one of those teams as JJ McCarthy who beat Cade McNamara for the starting role JJ McCarthy is back 
and so is Blake Corum, who is definitely going to be a Heisman favorite again. He is. I was on Instagram, and there was a ranking for Heisman favorites, and they had Blake Corum at number five. So he, I have loved watching him. He's always been good. Michigan's had some good running backs lately. Hassan Haskins was one a couple years ago. Last year is Blake Corum. He is back. You would wonder if like a big workload might impact him soon. Maybe that's just on the NFL level, but they have J.J. McCarthy and Blake Corum. We're only talking about week one here for now, so Michigan should win. How about you? Yeah, Michigan, uh, not really much. You're in the big house. Michigan by a million. Though, this next game is probably the most interesting game besides, I think, one more, which we'll get to. We're not there yet. Colorado is playing number ranked 17, TCU. TCU went 13-2 and last year and went to the national championship and got kicked in the butt by Georgia. They literally should have never been in that game. I, John and I literally agreed once this game happened, we looked at each other and it was like, Ohio State should have played TCU. Georgia should have played Michigan or whatever the games were. But then TCU would have been out. No, TCU should have played Georgia. So sorry. Ohio yeah. State played Michigan. And then we would have had a better championship because TCU got killed. Literally, they had a horrible game. But they had a great season last year, and they're trying to produce off of that again. However, Deion Sanders is making his D1 coaching debut. Good old Colorado, who went 1-11 last year. And Deion Sanders is recruiting a lot of players. A lot of lot of players. Uh, we're going to talk about that in one more second. But the other headline we have is Chandler Moore is the starting is the starting quarterback for TCU. Obviously, uh, their starter last year. We literally just talked about him yesterday. I can't think of his name. Max Duggan. Max Duggan. He who was just got cut. cut. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, he was their starting quarterback last year. So now they need a new one. But anyways, moving back to Dion. I really want to take Colorado, dude. I really, really do. Take him. But I'm not. Oh, I'm not. I don't. I think. I think Deion Sanders is going to fight for his life in this game, and it's going to be a lot more close than it is. I mean, you'll be you'll say the odds in a second, but I'm I'm taking TCU. I think TCU is going to win it, but I think it is a huge upset alert, and Deion Sanders might get his first win down in Texas. Might. Yeah, and yeah, and. I mean, a lot of people are going to be watching Colorado because of Deion Sanders. They're going to be very picky with how they do. And like you said, they have a lot of new recruits. Deion Sanders was just kicking people out from last year's team. He was just like, you're out. If you want out, you're out. (laughs) Yeah, there was a lot of funny clips of him online you could listen to. But going to the odds for this game, they're actually very one-sided. TCU's favored minus 20 and a half and they have a 91% chance to win this game. So also, just because it's Colorado's first game, I don't see the upset happening. I would say be on upset watch, potentially. Yeah, for sure. I think TCU is just a better team going in. I like them, though. They don't have Max Duggan. They also don't have Quinn Johnston, who was their first-round wide receiver. Last year, he's currently with the Chargers as well. Actually interesting, both Max Duggan. And Quinn Johnston went to the Chargers, but 
Duggan is gone. So, and also, if you have yet to listen to our last episode, we go through certain players that were cut and etc. So, listen to our last episode too. But I have TCU winning. They are in the Big Twelve, and I don't like Big Twelve teams, but I will respect TCU. So they should win. Next game. This isn't that interesting to talk about, at least on our end, but we will talk about it. Uh, Mercer versus 22-ranked Mississippi. And I am trying to find Mississippi's... Oh my goodness, I don't know if I can find... I'll do betting odds after, I'll talk about them briefly. But Mississippi was 8-5 and five last year. They're ranked 22 right now. Jackson Dart is the starting quarterback. So, I'm picking Mississippi to win. I think this is straightforward. You got anything to say, Carlin, before I look for the betting odds and all that? I do not. Um, however, I want to take Mercer. And the only reason I'm taking Mercer is just because oh. we've, we've been picking the same teams over and over. And I feel like this might be a safer game to pick. No, I think Mississippi's going to win it. But we need to start picking other games and not playing it safe. So, I'm going to take Mercer. Officially, is the first upset. Like I said, I don't think they're gonna. Um, what's it called? I don't okay, think I found the odds. Um, the odds. Okay, because I was looking for Mississippi. Because on one thing it said Mississippi, but on the other thing it says Ole Miss. So okay, betting odds. Um, uh, there are no betting odds, but there are. Oh, favorability though. Ninety nine percent chance Mississippi wins this game. You staying with it? What's the odds? I don't know the odds. It won't say for this matchup on ESPN. But they, Mississippi or Ole Miss has a 99% chance to win. Screw it. 99-1 Mercer. Mercer. Alrighty. You want to get into the next game? Uh, yeah. Alright. Portland State versus Oregon. Bo Nix. Starting quarterback for Oregon. He has the fifth best odds to win the 2023 Heisman. The only reason I know that is because I cannot find any other headline about Oregon that wasn't them moving to the Big Ten. So, um, in, stat, in battle state, uh, safe pick Oregon by a million. 10 and 3 last year. Nothing crazy. But I'm going to take Oregon. Alrighty. Now, for some of you NFL casuals out there, this was Oregon was also the home of Justin Herbert. So, a little fun fact there. Uh, looking at the odds, there are no odds listed for this one, but Oregon has a 99% chance to win this game, too. So, I will also take Oregon. Bo Nix has been a very fun guy to watch. He's, I feel like he's been in college football forever at this point. I believe he played for. Uh, Oh my god, I am blanking on the team Bo Nix played for before. It's, I believe it's in the Big Ten. Um, I'm going to quickly see it right now because it will come to the top of my mind. Actually, okay, I'm sorry, I can't find it right now. But Bo Nix, this is Oregon's the second team, and he, I feel like he's just been in college football forever. But last season, he was finally having fun with Oregon, and he actually had a very good year in general. But he will be up there for Heisman odds, definitely. But Bo Nix, he's going to have a lot of fun this year. I will take Oregon as well in this matchup. So, next matchup, Buffalo 
versus 19 ranked Wisconsin, who was seven and six last season. So, pulling up the odds for this one, Wisconsin is favored minus 28, and they have a 91% chance to win this game. Honestly, I didn't think that highly of Wisconsin after last season. I mean, they were only seven and six, but this is also Luke Fickle's head coach debut for the Badgers. He has a 63 and 25 record. So, new head coach. That's probably why I thought badly of Wisconsin last season because they had to fire their head coach. So, that explains it. But they have a new head coach. I'm going to take Wisconsin this game. I've been playing a very safe so far, but. I will take Wisconsin as well. I think they will win this game against Buffalo, and that is my pick. So, Carlin, what about you? Wisconsin. Plain and simple. Uh, Luke Fickle, he's only had two losing seasons as a head coach, and that was his first two seasons. And I was very shocked. to go- I Googled it. His first losing season was his first year's coaching, which isn't a surprise. So in 2011, guess who he coached for? Who? Ohio State. Well. They went six and eleven. No, they didn't go six and eleven. They would have gone like six and what eight? It would have been maybe or, uh, or like six, yeah, yeah, that. or like six and seven. Yeah, but still, the they had a losing season, which Ohio State isn't known for. But other than that, he's had great head coaching. He's from Cincinnati, which he was part of that uh, playoff run they had a couple years ago, where Bama beat them badly. So sorry. Uh, but yeah, Wisconsin taking them. Uh, next up, though, Rice versus number 11, Texas. Texas went 8-5 and five last year. And Texas is a very interesting school this year. Only reason I'm saying that is because Arch Manning is down there. Arch Manning will be a freshman, though. JT Daniels, I'm assuming, is the starter. Oh, wait. Actually, don't mention him yet. Uh, oh, man. The other, he's not with Texas. The other guy is. When he was. Quinn Ewers yeah. is the starting. Yeah, so Quinn Ewers is the starting quarterback. He was the starting quarterback last year for Texas. Arch Manning now. He committed last year, but now he is a freshman. So Arch Manning will be backing him up. JT Daniels, the reason why I put his name down. And you West Virginia people know he was our starting quarterback last year. And he started off very good, to say the least. He started off very good, but I just think the team imploded near the end of the year, and Garrett Green did well in relief, and I'll get to Garrett Green later, but JT Daniels, he started at USC, then he went to Georgia, and you could arguably, I mean, he was a starting quarterback in the year Georgia won at the start of the year before he got injured, then Stetson Bennett took over. This was the first year Georgia won, not the second year, but after he realized he wasn't going to be the starting quarterback for Georgia, he went to WVU. It was a one-year stinked with us, and now he's with Rice, of all teams. So, oh. JT Daniels, he has fallen off. But I'll do my pick first before you do your pick. Uh, yeah, I don't think JT Daniels is going to beat Rice. Or he's, I don't think he's going to help Rice beat Texas. So I'm picking Texas for this one. I'm staying safe. Yeah. Uh, Ewers is good, so I I'm like gonna, him. I'm going to take Texas, too. My question, though, is, okay, Quinn Ewers. How long do you think he's going to play until they throw Arch Manning in? Do you, well, I mean, or do you think it's going to be that Quinn Ewers is just going to kick the crap out of a team and then they're going to throw uh, Arch Manning in, which was probably the most likely option? 
Well, Quinn Ewers was also a very top prospect, too. I believe he was with Ohio State before he transferred to Texas. And I think Arch Manning is not going to play at all this year. He's a freshman. And this isn't like the NFL where a bunch of rookies will start playing. Normally in college, it's normal for people to be redshirted or yeah. just sitting a year in general. So, Which will probably I mean, be. yeah, I don't think Arch Manning will play this year. I think Quinn Ewers will play. Unless Quinn Ewers is just really bad at some point, then maybe. But, or you get yeah, that's, yeah, that's my thought. All right. You want to move on? Yep. You want uh, to start it off? Yeah, I'm going to start off because I came up with this fact. So Tennessee State, I'm assuming that's Tennessee State, TN, versus number 13, Notre Dame. Uh, we talked about just how Notre Dame just played and won their game against Navy. Um, basically, the only big headline is Sam Harton is looking for another dream game. He absolutely had a great game against navy so he's looking to produce off of that um we're gonna see what happens i don't think anything major is gonna happen it's gonna be hard down in the line when notre dame has to actually go play a half decent team um but yeah i'm gonna take notre dame and sam sam hartman's probably gonna have another dream game honestly they just pick apart the defense yeah i like it so specific betting odds on espn that's what i'm using for all this but notre dame is favored 99 percent so, you're taking Notre Dame. I will also take Notre Dame. They should go on to be 2-0 and this season. Uh, you mentioned Sam Hartman already. He had a great game last week against Navy. So, he should be able to continue to produce. Uh, not much here to talk about. We mentioned Notre Dame earlier already. So, moving um, on. You, or, do you got anything else? Yeah, I'm going to make a, I'm gonna say something. You're going to have to pick another team that's not favored. You're going to have to pick an upset. <laughs> So uh, think about who you want. It doesn't have to be one you just listed. We still have a bunch okay. more to go. But at least pick someone. Like, come on, let's have a little fun with this. I took freaking okay, Mercer over Mississippi. I have an idea. I'm already looking at the list. I have an idea for an upset. And it, okay. I, okay, okay. Moving on. Moving There's multiple on. ideas I have. Okay. Next matchup, Ohio State versus Indiana. Ohio State was 11-2 and last season. They are favored minus 30. They have a 97% chance to win this game. So I mentioned earlier when we were talking about Michigan, how a lot of these top teams have new starting quarterbacks. And Ohio State is one of those teams. So Kyle McCord is the projected starter, but there was also talk about Devin Brown also getting playing time too. So do they have a two-quarterback situation in Ohio State right now? Very interesting because one of the infamous quotes is when you have two quarterbacks, you have no quarterbacks. So, I mean, will they be using two quarterbacks? I don't know. I mean, it's a story to look at, but I feel like Kyle McCord should be the main starter. But it is a story to look at. It's nothing definitive right now. But in this game... Alone, I will take Ohio State to win this game. Sorry, Indiana. But they also lost their starting quarterback from last year, I believe, Michael Penix. We'll mention him later. But I have Ohio State winning this game. How about you? Uh, I have Ohio State. And I think the most interesting with Ohio State this year is if their head coach will be able to beat Michigan. He has yet to beat Michigan. 
and he also may lose to Penn State this year. Penn State is a heavily favored team, which we'll get into that later down the line. But I think that's the biggest headline with this team this year is how are they going to do? Are they going to be able to go back to the playoffs and win? Are they going to be able to beat Michigan? Because if he doesn't beat Michigan, I think I told Dan this or I told you this, he might lose his job in uh, in good old Ohio. So we'll see. It's going to be very interesting. Uh, they thought I was crazy when I said that, but now everyone else is saying that, that he may lose it because he hasn't beat them. So Jim Harbaugh is still the head coach of Michigan, which is insane. That's a whole other story. But yeah, I'm taking Ohio State versus Indiana. Indiana could put up a fight. But if they do, it's going to be like 14 points, and Ohio State's going to win 53 to 14. Yeah. So. You, also, you also mentioned a good point there uh, with Michigan. I know we already mentioned them, but Jim Harbaugh is suspended for the first four games of the season. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, that was a big fact there because I think it was like tampering or something like that. But, yeah, they won't have him for the first four you games. Take East uh, Carolina? You're gonna do it yourself. Uh, I know. I, I ain't switching <laughs> my pick, but dude, imagine Michigan does so much better without it. That'd be funny. But I think once we get into future episodes, that might be more of a storyline depending on matchups. So that yeah. will be something we will be talking about. So next matchup, we got Boise Boise State versus 10th ranked Washington, who were 11 and two last season. They Washington lost sophomore running back Cam Davis, but now they have Michael Penix as their starting quarterback. So, Cam, yeah. Yeah. So, right now, it was actually a little closer in terms of betting odds. Washington's favored minus 14, and they have a 74% chance to win this game. So, upset alert. Question mark. Question mark. Question mark. You're going to take it? Will I take it? I want to hear your thoughts first before if I it make was my in Boise, maybe. But it's actually, not. yeah, because it's not in Boise State. I'm gonna take Washington. I see the upset pick. I'm gonna do later, but I will take Washington. How about you? Yeah, Washington. Washington. Alrighty. So moving on, uh, another Tennessee team. Tennessee Martins playing Georgia. Number one, Georgia, in Georgia. Honestly, John, if you don't take this as an upset pick, <laughs> I'm no, taking so, Tennessee Martin. Yeah, Carson Beck's <laughs> going to be the new starting quarterback for Georgia. Georgia just lost their quarterback with Stenson Bennett, two-time national championship back-to-back winners, who now plays for the Los Angeles Rams. Georgia is a powerhouse. We obviously know Georgia is a great, great team. Stenson Bennett was an average quarterback at most. Georgia lost a couple defensive players to the Philadelphia Bulldogs. Um, but yeah, Georgia Bulldogs all day, baby. Nothing, nothing else. Yeah. So Georgia has a 99% chance to win this game. So if you're in that 1%, feel for you. Don't bet on it. But Carson Beck is going to be their new starting quarterback. I felt so bad. I was on Instagram when they released this and people are just making fun of his face or something like that. I feel so bad, but Carson Beck is going to be their starting quarterback. So will he be better than Stetson Bennett? That will be a question. But Stetson Bennett proved that you really don't have to be an elite five-star quarterback to win. But then again, like you mentioned, Georgia had a very good defense last season. There are carryovers, too, yeah. on both sides of the ball. But 
I'm picking Georgia to win this game. Not much to talk about week one in terms of Georgia. And even for all of these matchups too, there will be a lot more stories to talk about once like each week happens and like we actually see these games. So there'll be more to talk about in the future episodes. But for now, I have Georgia winning. So the next one, I'm going to keep this brief because we already talked about USC. Uh, Nevada, Nevada is playing six-ranked USC. USC had 11-3 record last season. I believe we probably already mentioned that. But I'm going to look at the odds right now. If they There they are. USC is favored minus 38. And they have a 96% chance to win this game. Caleb Williams, Heisman favorite. After last week, he proved he is still in that conversation. I'm taking USC for this one. How about you? USC all day. Caleb Williams. No doubt about it. I like it. Alrighty, you want to do the next one? Yes, sir. We got SEMO. Who is SEMO? I don't know. I don't know SEMO. Actually, it, it's, it's literally Southeast Missouri oh. State. Yeah. Uh, yep. Versus uh, Kansas Southeast. State. Yeah, Southeast Missouri is their name. Um, taking uh, Kansas State. Kansas State expects a lot of freshmen to play this year. Um, they have a brand new head coach as well, I'm pretty sure, right? Can't confirm. You can confirm? I cannot confirm right now. I can look it up while you talk. Um, I'll Google it. I want to hear your thoughts. Uh, okay, you got it. Okay, I'll talk briefly about them. Uh, for this game, Kansas State is has a 98% chance to win. Was that the team with Deuce Vaughn last year? I think it might have been. Can't confirm, but fun player out there. They're expecting a lot of freshmen to play. Instantly, I'm taking Kansas they're, Kansas State. They're ranked 16th. In the nation, I like them for this match. I'm not much to talk about them for week one, but did you figure out about the head coach? What was uh oh, Ohio University report does an amazing case. What was the um what was the team that had the hazing in the locker room? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Was that the Kansas State? Incident. Was that Kansas ooh, State? I'm... That's what I'm trying to figure okay. out. Here, I'm how about this? So sorry if it is not Kansas State, but I'm pretty Here. sure it is. I will confirm that right now. Talk about the next matchup since it's not. Yeah, because I want to talk about that. Uh, yeah. Kansas State should win, uh, ranked number 16. Uh, <laughs> next one, New Mexico versus Texas A&M. Uh, who's ranked number 23. Texas A&M had a horrible season last year, went 5-7, and seven, but they're ranked number 23. Uh, Wigman is going to be their starting quarterback. Um, Texas A&M, I mean, honestly, New Mexico could do it. I don't know the odds for this game, but it's in Aggieland. So never count Aggieland out, but I'm, I'm going to take Texas A&M. Did you find anything on I Kansas? Did. So it's not Kansas State. Who we is it? About that. It's Northwestern. That's who Northwestern hazing controversy was with. And I don't think we've mentioned Northwestern. Northwestern's not ranked, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, so they're not getting a mention, nor do they deserve a mention. So, so sorry, Kansas State. I'm thinking purple. That's the only reason why I thought of this. Okay, well. College college football matches. So sorry, Kansas State. (laughs) 
Actually, I ain't gonna lie. This New Mexico versus Texas A&M matchup. This was gonna be my upset pick at first, but looking at it, Texas A&M is favored minus thirty-eight. They have a ninety-seven percent chance to win this game. I'm do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. I took the ninety-nine. You gotta take the ninety-seven. You can't take the next yeah. one. You can't take yeah. the next one. I want to hear oh, your opinion. I'm not taking the next one either. I'm just saying your full the, yeah. You know what? Screw it. New Mexico. Upset. I'm taking it. I am. I will differ from you on that one. Let me mark them both down. I'm taking New Mexico. I don't care. They're my upset team. All right. I know. But, yeah, do you want to do you want to talk yeah, about I I will yeah, start yeah, this next yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. next matchup. Prime time Saturday night. I feel like some of you have been waiting for this. West Virginia versus Penn State who is ranked 7th in the country. I will be there live for that game in my West Virginia gear. Now I am equally a fan of Penn State as I am West Virginia. I grew up loving Penn State, so that's why I still support them. But for this one game, I will not support them. But anyway, West Virginia last season, they had a 5-7 and seven record. And there's a little quarterback battle there in West Virginia between Garrett Green and Nico Marchiol. And I hope I said his name right, or I will facepalm myself. But... Garrett Green is projected to be the starter. That's not been fully confirmed yet on the time we're recording this, but Garrett Green will be the starter. He came in in relief for JT Daniels near the end of last season. Garrett Green is a very mobile quarterback. He's shown flashes with his arm. So Penn State will have to be able to stop him from running the ball if they want to win. But Penn State should win this game, ideally. I will take Penn State. So I will mark that right now. As says to say, I don't think this game is going to be close. Personally, I think Penn State will most likely destroy West Virginia. Penn State's interesting story is this will be Drew Aller's first career start. Last season, he backed up Sean Clifford, and he would only come in like the first, the fourth quarter if time allowed it. But Drew Aller was a five-star quarterback. And people are very excited about him up at Penn State. So this will be his first start. He has a, I guess I should say that he is a very easy matchup to start in terms of defense. So this should be a good first game for Drew Aller. Penn State has arguably the best running back duo in the nation with Nick Singleton and Catron Allen. So West Virginia is going to have to try to stop the two of them and try to stop Drew Aller too. But I don't know if you can comment on this once you talk about it, but I think the one thing I'm going to question with Penn State is their receiving core because they've lost guys. They lost Parker Washington. They lost Brennan Strange, their tight end. So the top wide receiver role is up there for anyone to take. So that is the one interesting aspect with Penn State this season is a legit top receiving option. So hopefully Drew Aller can find that, but... I will take Penn State in this game. I think they will kill West Virginia. If they don't, I will be surprised. If West Virginia were to try to win, Garrett Green would have to be lights out, and Penn, like they would have to just 
Garrett Green would just have to go all over Penn State's defense, but Penn State has a very good defense. It would have to be a shootout if West Virginia wants to win this game. I don't see it happening. I think Penn State wins. So what are your thoughts? I know I went a lot there. <laughs> we are Penn State. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, uh-oh. We are Penn State. Yeah, Penn State. No, no doubt about it. I mean, West Virginia might put up a good game. I'm thinking it's going to be 35 to 7. I can see it right now, 35 to 7 in the final. Harsh. Um, yeah, Penn State all the way. Um, Drew Aller is going to have a, a good start to the season. He's going to have an easy, hopefully, team to play in West Virginia. Who knows? West Virginia could put up a fight. But the more question I'm curious is, John, who are you wearing to that stadium? Are you wearing West Virginia? Clint, are you wearing oh, West Virginia? I already said it. I already said it. I am. Supporting West Virginia up there. I will be wearing my West Virginia gear. I'll have a West Virginia shirt, my good old white West Virginia hat. I mean, if you're looking at me from behind, you're going to think I'm a Penn State guy because it's navy blue and white. But, but well, I see mean, the shirt. Though. It's the helmet stripe. It depends where you're sitting. Imagine you're sitting in the blue section. I'm sitting in the white section. Oh, really? Think, You'll yeah, stick I out like a star thumb. Oh, so I'm who's, your dad, out. who's your dad going to root for? Oh, he. my dad went to Penn State. So, oh, so he's, he's going to be Penn State. State. Yeah, okay, my whole family sense. is. I'm going to be the one person in my whole family that is not rooting for Penn Dude, State. Imagine Penn State loses, right? They're not, but imagine it's crazy. John goes nuts, and everyone just looks at him and be like, "Ow!" Oh yeah. Um, I mean, there are not many opportunities where you can go like technically to an away game like that. So, yeah. no, I'm taking exactly. a chance. I mean, in my heart, if Penn State does well, I am gonna see like who did well and I'm he gonna, rips off like, his shirt happy for that he's gonna he rips <laughs> yeah. off his shirt says we are baby we are i, I do it all <laughs> I, can, I couldn't do that but also last thing betting odds this is actually i've said like a lot of minus 30s and all that 98 percent chances to win this game's a little different penn states is favored minus 20 and they have an 88 percent chance to win this game so it's a little bit of wiggle room there for West Virginia. They have an 11.3% chance to win this game. My dad and I were talking about it saying imagine Penn State loses. Penn State is considered to be a national championship team this year. Like to play for the Natty. And I can see it. I mean playing you just smacked your mic. I did. I just smacked my mic. (laughs) Playing playing against Michigan and Ohio State will be tough but hey we've outplayed them before so who says we can't do it again. Penn State by a million though. Yeah, That's I mean, too, like prime time too. Yeah, it's prime time. I mean, it is Drew Aller's first start, so I mean, anything could happen. I remember years ago, it feels like Sean Clifford's first start. I saw it, and he dominated, but they did not play a good team at all. But yeah, this will be a very, very interesting game in general, just as he Drew Aller does too. Whether even if you're not a fan of West Virginia or Penn State, so definitely tune in for this one. This is prime time, and. Um... We are excited for it. I was going to say one more thing. Yes. I completely am zoning out. Anyways, we'll just move on. Next yes. game. 21 ranked UNC versus South Carolina. And before we get into this, this is the college game day. This is where college game day will be. From now on, after this episode, we're going to start off saying where college game day is. Just... Because I feel like that's one thing everyone wants to know. So we'll start off with that from yeah. going forward. Because this uh, is like at the end of the list. 
I think WVU is getting college game day for the backyard back brawl. brawl. I yeah, can't I confirm that, but I was at a meeting today and we were talking about that. So we will be getting one. I like, yeah, it's pretty much planned out. If Michigan Penn State's the last game for uh for both of them, so I could see that being there at uh, Penn State, and I can see a couple other things. But yeah, we'll start mentioning that at the beginning. But anyways, let's talk back to the game. UNC plays versus South Carolina. This is a very rare meeting, I'm pretty sure. Very, very rare meeting. And UNC is going to South Carolina. I can't tell you the last time I saw UNC ranked. UNC had a 9-5 record last year. South Carolina had an 8-5 record last year. Both pretty solid teams. Uh, yeah, they have... UNC, uh, South Carolina has been to Rattler, correct? We, yeah. We discussed and that. and UNC, they have Drake May, who is... Arguably the second best quarterback in college. He is projected to go after Caleb Williams in the NFL draft next year. So that is another big point to mention too for UNC. So not to cut you off there, but who so, do you think is going to win? They're playing in South Carolina. Actually, I don't think they're playing in South Carolina. I think they are. Yeah, they are. This I is also. I think this is also Charlotte. No, it's South Carolina. This is the Duke's Mayo Classic, by the way. But it says, it says it's at South Carolina. South Carolina's on the right, unless there's a neutral site or something. But it ain't UNC versus South Carolina. Duke's Mayo Classic. Bank of America Stadium, I believe. Yeah, where's Banks of America Stadium? Is that South Carolina? You are making okay. Make your prediction real quick while I look that up. Uh, <laughs> I have no idea. I kind of want to go South Carolina. Oh, um, actually, this is the stadium of the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, so that's, that's why. Is it I, neutral then? Maybe well, it's... it's Banks of America stadiums in North Carolina. So I have no idea why South Carolina's home. But <laughs> yeah. it's in North Carolina. That's why I was asking because I saw that and I was like, College Game Day is going to North Carolina in the Panther Stadium. So with that being said, I kind of want to take South Carolina. You're taking South Carolina. Are you going to take UNC? I am. <laughs> yeah, I figure. What's the odds? I'm okay, so UNC the odds are odd. this is as close as you can get. So UNC is favored minus 2.5, and they have a 57% chance to win. It is neck and neck. You could pick either one, honestly. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be flipping back through my TV to watch this game. Yeah, so you're taking South Carolina? I'm going to take South Carolina. I'm going to take UNC just because I am very intrigued to see Drake May play. I did not get to see him play much last season. But Spencer Rattler, I think he's more of a discussion because he was like a prime target at Oklahoma. People were saying like he'd be in the draft two years ago. He'd be like the number one overall pick, and then none of that happened. So he's really fallen off. But you did mention earlier in the – episode when we talked about Tennessee, how South Carolina beat Tennessee. Spencer Rattler had a very good game that game against Tennessee. So I'm taking and, UNC more off of the quarterback play, but you got anything else? Yeah, John's going to be watching the uh, Penn State uh, 
West Virginia game, pull out his phone and check the score. Be like, watch it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah if West Virginia is getting killed, I'm just going to put the UNC versus South Carolina game on my yeah. phone. You know? Good luck with the that. internet in that stadium. That There's no signal in that stadium. True, no you're right idea. about that. I'll, I'll see if I can text you. We'll figure that out. But I, yeah. I got to go with the upset there. Um, Moving on. Middle Tennessee. Wow, there's a lot of Tennessee versus Alabama. <laughs> here's the thing right i'm going alabama and i think you're gonna go alabama too but alabama has yet to announce their starter it's between ty simpson Jalen merlo and tyler buckner buchner we'll go with that um so sorry yeah whatever (laughs) they have yet to announce it and it's interesting because normally they would have announced it by now. And as we're recording it, this is Wednesday, August 30th. Tomorrow's the 31st. And I'm assuming by tomorrow or Friday they're going to announce it. Or they might not until Saturday. I hope one of these three guys knows if they're the starters. They might not. But, like, think about it. Let's say Jalen Murrow went and wasn't expecting to win it. He might have an off game that might let tie, uh, might let Middle Tennessee. But also, let's think about this. It's Alabama. If Alabama doesn't win this game, I have no idea what's going to happen at all this college football season. We'll say, though, Alabama lost two key games last year. The good old LSU and Tennessee. So, we'll see what happens. Give me Alabama, though. I like it. And I will also take Alabama. Let me, uh, I saw the last stats up. Alabama, how are they favored right now? Okay. They are favored minus 39. And they have... My phone is taking forever to load right now. But until that loads, about the QB situation... Oh, there it is. They have a 99% chance to win. So I'm taking Alabama. But you mentioned already their QB situation. This is another interesting one. Julian Milrow was the backup to Bryce Young last year, and he actually got some playing time too. He's more of a runner in a way. That's where he is most known as. But Ty Simpson is a sophomore as well. I think it's going to be between them two, Ty Simpson and Jalen Milrow. But there's been a lot of good Alabama quarterbacks lately. I mean, you had Jalen Hurts. He had Tua Tagovailoa, Mac Jones, Bryce Young, who Bryce Young won a Heisman. So a lot some big shoes to fill there for whoever's going to be the starting quarterback for Alabama. So we'll see how that plays out. We'll have more to talk about with Alabama next week, but for this week, Alabama's ranked fourth in the nation. I have them winning against middle Tennessee. So the next game, this one will be quick. We're almost there. We're almost there. We got, we got four more. So South Alabama versus 24th ranked Tulane. Tulane is ranked 12 and 2 last season. They are f- actually, this is a close one in terms of betting odds. Tulane is favored minus 6.5. And they actually, though, they have a 73% chance to win. So, not a blowout projection wise. So, could this be another upset? Will I take it? Will you? Will I? Hmm. I 
will take it. I will take the upset. You're taking Screw South Alabama. It. I will take South Alabama. I like right. picking upsets. I'm taking so Tulane. Take, you're, taking, you're taking Tulane? Okay. Yeah, Tulane. See, you were criticizing me for like half the episode about how I wasn't taking upsets. And yeah, cause, and then I told you you had to. You're like, oh. Well, now I've done like two or three. You, yeah, but, yeah, you and I have done two, and I think we're going to have a different opinion coming down shortly. But we'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah. Okay, you want to do the next one? Yep. All right, number 18, Oregon State versus San Jose State. Um, DJ... I have no idea how you say that name. Is going to start. I put the Ducks. It's not the Ducks. I thought Oregon State was Oregon for a minute. Uh, he's going to be the starting quarterback. And he's from Clemson. He's the co- Clemson's quarterback from last year. He didn't play that good last year. I'm pretty yeah, sure. He's very average. So he obviously transferred. I want to say he's a sophomore or a junior. I will confirm that for you right now. Uh, either way, he has a year to prove himself and then probably another because he'll be a senior. And then, I mean, hey, seniors can get in the NFL. Just look at Kenny Pickett or, uh, yeah, but just look at that, you know. So we'll see what happens. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm just going to take Oregon State. San Jose, I mean, in San Jose. But, yeah, Oregon all way. Yeah, I'm going to do the same. So, about DJ Ugalei. Yeah, he's got a weird last name. But he was the quarterback for Clemson the past two seasons, I believe. He is a junior right now. He is age 22. And people had high hopes for him, but he just never panned out. And he was essentially replaced. And we will get to his replacement later. But... I still like Oregon State in this matchup. Let me pull up the odds for it. ESPN is being slow for me today. Also, I am low battery. But Oregon State, I just had them. But Oregon State, I'm picking them to win right now. I am I'm struggling right now. We've been going for like nearly an hour, and I am. I Okay, I can't find them right now. Uh, if you want, you could talk about the next game, and I'll find the stats for them. But Oregon State, I have winning. So this is the closest game on paper. Number five, LSU, is going to play number eight, Florida State. Normally with week one, week one's the worst week in college football. And the only reason I say that is because all these teams pay another team to come to their home stadium to play them. Like you see with Alabama, Middle Tennessee is coming over to Alabama to play Alabama. We all know what's going to happen. So on and so forth. This is the closest game and probably will be the best game. And it's on Sunday. So, John, you will be able to watch this because yeah, and real quick, NFL football just, doesn't start. You just mentioned Sunday. The reason why I couldn't find Oregon State versus San Jose State was because I was looking at Saturday, not Sunday. Oregon State... That game starts the Sunday slate, and they have an 82% chance to win. So, yes. not to cut you off, but... No, no, you're good. <laughs> I, I just even noticed um, there's only two games on a Sunday, Oregon State and San Jose State, LSU versus Florida State. So, very, very close game. Uh, Jaden Daniels is the LSU quarterback last year's matchup. John, how was last year's matchup? 
Last year's matchup, yeah, I was going to talk about that between LSU and Florida State. And this was arguably one of the best games of the season. This was just so fun to watch. I believe, yeah, if my memory is correct, LSU won this game because Florida State blocked the extra point. They won 24 to 23. This game, I remember watching this week one. This was just so much fun to watch. It was Jordan Travis versus Jaden Daniels. Jaden Daniels, this was before I think he finally found his stride, but he had 16 carries for 114 rushing yards. Their quarterback did. But this was such an exciting game. Florida State won that game, so 24-23. So that was last year's matchup between the two. So, can you see my screen? I can. Okay. So here's what we're going to do. I think this will be fun. I'm going to flip a coin. You're going to call heads or tails. Whoever wins gets the first pick, and then the other person gets the other team. Do you want to do that? I mean, I already have my pick for this game. Well, yes, but I'm still flipping this coin. Fine. All right. Okay, I pick heads. Okay, it's tails. What does that mean? Um... I mean, I already have my pick. I already know who I'm picking for this game. I'm going to go Florida State. Okay, perfect. <laughs> Florida State. That works. You going OSU? Uh, you going uh, I'm LSU? Going, I'm going LSU, but you could say your reasoning first. I don't know. I just feel like picking them. <laughs> I don't know. They're uh, home. They have the home advantage. Uh, it's a 730 slate, so all the college kids are going to be out, and it's Labor Day weekend. So... They're going to be out, and they're going to be out in full, full force, if you know what I mean. So Florida State could pull the upset. Most likely what's going to happen is LSU is going to win. I don't know what the odds are, but I'm thinking Florida State. Why not? Okay, so the odds, the odds are very close, but they favor LSU. LSU is favored minus 2.5. They have a 64% chance to win this game. So I'm going to take LSU. Two reasons. One. I like Jaden Daniels. I think he's a very fun college quarterback. I always love college quarterbacks that can throw it well, but also be like elite runners. So, And LSU, I think, gradually just got better over last season, too. And they're ranked number five right now. So that, and also, my one buddy, he's an LSU fan. He might be a guest speaker next week. I'm trying to get him on the podcast, but he's a big LSU fan. So in his honor, I'm also going LSU. But I'm more excited about LSU this upcoming season. So I have them winning this week also if you're listening to this podcast and you want to be on the podcast and be a guest speaker dm us on instagram get in contact with us to see if you want to be a guest speaker we're looking for guest speakers uh we're working on getting more of the originals back here dan and jordan they've been off doing their own stuff at college getting used to it um so we're in talks with them to get them back but yeah, guest speakers. We're looking for a bunch of them this football season and these upcoming sports. Doesn't have to be football. Baseball's still going. Hockey's coming. Basketball's coming. So yeah, DM us yeah. and let us know. Yeah, DM us on Instagram or if you know Carlin, me, Dan, or Jordan personally, you could DM us on any of our socials. So sounds good. Yes, definitely. But last game Monday night. I believe it's Monday night. Yeah, yes. Monday night, eight p.m. Clemson versus Duke. Really, actually. Betting odds are interesting, but Clemson is favored. They are ranked number nine. They were 11 and three last season. They are favored minus only 13, but they have an 86% chance to win this game. 
Now, the interesting with Clemson is they have a new starting quarterback to enter this season, Cade Klubnik, who took the job from DJU. I'm just going to call him. I'm not even going to try to pronounce that last name. But Cade Klubnik is the starter. I liked what I saw of him out of last season. I'm going to try to pull him up real quick because he was impressive from what I saw. He's a sophomore this year. He actually has a major in marketing right now, if any of you are interested in that. But I like him. I think Clemson's going to win this game. That's my pick. They're going against Duke. Duke is the home of Daniel Jones. If For some of you NFL fans out there, Daniel Jones is from Duke. So, but... It is at Duke, though, but I'm going to take Clemson. So, how about you? Clemson. Let's be honest, Clemson. Hopefully, Duke puts up a good fight, make a good uh, Labor Day football game. Don't get many of those, so why not? But, yeah, Clemson. I'm taking them. And that does it for all the college football games. Now, like we said, any big football games that happen, we know like there's the Backyard Brawl, there's the Red River Showdown, I'm sure. I think this is the last year for the Red River Showdown. Confirm. Um, yeah, I'm not positive. Don't quote me on that. Then obviously there's the big, big games, Ohio State versus uh, Michigan with Hate Week. Um, and there's a bunch of other big ones. So if there's a big game that's not in the top 25, we will mention it. Do not worry. Um but yeah, mainly top 25 and top stories for college football. John, I, and then some others. Uh, hopefully we'll get Jordan and Dan to join us. But it's most likely they're going to be with the NFL ones. But we'll be uh, talking about college every single week. Just giving you a quick little rundown for you and what's going on. Uh, and yeah, and also, John will be at the Penn State game. And I will be at my trailer watching Zed Penn State game, texting John about how awesome Penn State is. So there probably won't be any more episodes for the rest of the week because John will be coming home and then he'll be hanging back on Labor Day. So we'll take the weekend off unless if I record my episode, which probably won't because I got a concert tomorrow and I leave and I head out. So don't really expect anything unless this weekend, unless you hear otherwise on our socials. So make sure you're following that. And before we wrap this up, John, do you have any any other things to say so college football yeah this was week one there's not as much to go off of us except from last season but once we get into the future weeks we can base stats like we can actually like talk about player stats from like the game before and stuff like that so there'll be a lot more information in future episodes but it's kind of hard to go off of week one we don't know what to expect yet but i assume these college football episodes will drop every Thursday just because there's a Thursday game as well. That's going to be the ideal plan. There'll be a NFL episode every Wednesday and then a college football one every Thursday. I think that's probably what we'll do schedule wise, but yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out. I mean, we obviously have to yeah. uh, recap the NFL and doing a recap of the NFL and talking about the next games. is going to be very, very difficult. Yeah. Those, those will be our two main episodes every week. Once we'll probably, NFL we'll probably get the NFL recap going on Wednesday and then doing the NFL yeah. plush or, for a Friday with the NFL recap, including Thursday night's game. That's yeah. Coming up. So, yeah, we'll, yeah. So stay we'll, tuned for yeah. our schedule. 
yeah, stay yeah. tuned. Look out on our socials for updates for that because we still have yet to plan it. And John and I are actually just about to talk about all this because it's about to get crazy. September's yeah, because, literally in two days. Yeah, because so. next week we'll begin Carlin's mini series <laughs> where we highlight the each division in football. This will be five episodes, I believe, right? Yeah, Three? five episodes. Or going five? To okay. North, south, yeah. east, and west, and then the playoffs, which yeah. will be posted the day kickoff starts for the NFL yeah. season. So we got a lot. We're going to plan that out and how we're going to record all that. So stay tuned for those episodes next week alongside probably another college football episode too. And like so. we said, um, we are still going to do basketball, hockey, and MLB, but obviously football is on, is coming on or going to be on now so we do want to talk about that sport as well um obviously when baseball gets in the playoffs we'll probably start talking about it or i will and john will be here to listen to me or we'll have a special guest and same thing with yeah. uh, basketball and hockey but once we have these bigger weeks for football we need to figure out our schedule first so give us a little bit of time to figure that out yeah but college is, is huge in america yeah. so. this is the exciting time we've kind of been waiting for this time for sports summer was kind of not as interesting especially in july but this is sports time we have a lot of sports content coming out so if you haven't hopped on the train yet hop on it if you've been listening and you know other people that might want to listen share it with them too. post it on your socials like we do so share it spread the word because we will continue to try to keep growing and to try improving as well in our content so stay tuned Make sure to follow us on Instagram, our Twitter slash X, our TikTok, where eventually you will be seeing TikToks on there soon. You can find all of those links in the link in bio, as well as our podcast platforms that we're on. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts or Overcast, go to the podcast website and click the link in bio there. But other than that, this has been fun talking college football with you. We got many more weeks of it. So with Carl and Jacob... I'm John Dodaro. Have a great day, everyone, and see you next time on Inside the Dome. Mm-hmm.